folks, Ty Coleman here from KindleCashflow.com. And today I've got one of my fellow Kindle Cashflow coaches and a good friend. Here's someone who I think is, is an extremely brilliant guy, someone who cares about your success. He's someone who is always looking for like new ways just to make sure he makes our audience, our, our community, I want to call it, right? Our family of Kindle publishers comfortable with the process because we have people that are literally spread out across the planet in over 126 countries that are part of our community. So when you're coming from a different background, when you've never done anything like this before, sometimes it could be a little bit daunting. And Josh's, Josh Montoya, who's my guest today, is an expert at doing that. Now, what we're going to talk about today is how do you build out this six-figure business publishing uh, Kindle books on Amazon? Like, how do you do that as a newbie, someone who's never done it before, someone who's just coming in? And we're saying in our program how so many people are achieving this. We're seeing people that are leaving, you know, very well-paying jobs to actually come over and publish Kindle because it's a Kindle because they see like it's the future they see that it's your path to freedom. So before we jump into this interview with Josh, as always folks, you know that we've got some good stuff to give away. Man, Josh, we got one of our, got one of our uh, Kindle members, what's his name? Mark, Mark Thompson actually shot a nice video. He received his AirPods that he got in the mail. Yeah. So, guys, here's how you can win. We've got some really cool prizes. Go in and subscribe to the channel, subscribe to the podcast. Um, if you're already subscribed, comment, like, share. Taking any of those four actions will enter you in to win some cool Amazon gift cards that range from $25 all the way up to $500. We've got more AirPods, Apple AirPods. Like I said, we just gave a couple of these away. Um, I actually shipped out some more this morning to someone. Uh, that actually won one of our contests. We've got some Apple watches, if you guys can see that. And then we have some really cool prizes. These are the MacBook Airs. So we've got a rose gold MacBook Air, and then we've got a silver one here. You guys better hurry up and enter the one because my kids are always in my office trying to steal this stuff. But we love giving it away. We love being able to see you um, actually reap the rewards of coming in and, and being part of our community. So again, four ways that you can enter to win. The first is by subscribing to the podcast or to the YouTube channel, whichever platform you're watching this on or listening to this on. The third way, the second way is by going in and commenting. Leave a comment, right? Anything that we talk about during this interview today, let us know how is it, how has it opened your eyes? How has it um, possibly created like a paradigm shift for you? How has it really helped you to gain more confidence or inspired you to get started if you haven't started with uh, Kindle publishing. And then the third way is going in and liking, right? So liking this piece of content, again, whether it's a YouTube video that you're watching this on or it's our podcast. And then that fourth way is going in and sharing it. So sharing it to any of your social media sites. So with that said, Josh, damn near out of breath now, but good to go. <laughs> All right, so Man, let's let's talk about like awesome. how did you get started with uh, like like tell us about who Joshua Montoya is because if you're in the Facebook group right or the person that's watching this if they're in our uh, Kindle Castle community our Facebook group or if they've come to any of our Kindle Castle live events or 
if uh, maybe you have the Kindle Cash Flow program, you've heard of Josh, you've seen him, you've probably gotten a ton of questions answered by him. Maybe you've come up and taken a picture with him or shaken his hand or something. But before all of this, who is Joshua Montoya? Tell us a little bit about yourself. Yes, so I am, first of all, just where I'm from. I'm originally from Maryland, Prince George's County, Maryland. I uh, stayed up there for most of my childhood and um, in somewhat of a rough neighborhood, you know, parents was doing their best to make sure that we had what we needed as far as, you know, the necessities of life. And, you know, my dad at that time was um, preaching to me, like, you know, as he was still a working man, he was telling me, you know, if he could do anything else, you know, he would have went off and been an entrepreneur and things like that. And that sort of like sparked that um, in my head. I'm jumping a little ahead now, but me like in a box, I'm just this energetic, like full of energy, super hype guy who just loves helping people. I'm all about people. I'm all about helping if I can get a piece of information and give it to you and you do something with it even if it's just one person that changes like that's amazing to me so i guess the best word for me is just very energetic that's me <laughs> yeah and that's definitely josh he's always smiling he's always uh i've never really seen him down so he's always in a in a very cool positive mode um uh, or mood mode whichever one you want to call it but he's always yeah. in a very upbeat um, he's got a really upbeat disposition. So you'll probably notice that during this interview. So you, your father, that's interesting that, that your, your dad was not an entrepreneur, but he said that if he had started all over again, that he would, he would go into entrepreneurship or he was suggesting that you go into entrepreneurship. Yeah. He was saying that he would have gone into entrepreneurship. Um, back in the day, he didn't really have like all those opportunities. Right. Um, he, he grew up in the times where it was more military, like that was more of an option. It's like you elect him to the military, you're just, you know, out here trying to figure it out. And he saw that as sort of like his way out. So he went into the military, enlisted, um, worked his way up to special forces and became a, a Green Beret in the military for quite a while. And yeah, that was like his passion, but that was his thing. He was like, cause he had looked at it like sort of like after this, like he said that was his option, you know, that's what he had available to him. But all he wanted for like his children, like going forward is for them to be successful. And he pushed that idea of entrepreneurship, like something that he wanted to do, but he told us that that was pretty much the way of the future, working for yourself and seeking out ways to create income for yourself in a passive way that you wouldn't have to, you know, go out to a job and work and labor, you'd be able to do whatever that is you do, whatever your niche is and earn income passively. Oh, man, that's really cool that you had, you know, at least that seed planted right there, you know, because a lot of a lot of children don't get that like a lot of a lot of kids growing up or even adults, we don't, we don't, we don't have someone that even if they're not harping on us, hey, entrepreneurship, 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 we don't have people in our circle that at least mention it once or twice. So the fact that he mentioned it um, to you was was pretty cool. And then what's even more important is the fact that you you took that and you kind of listened, right? Because were you doing anything entrepreneurial before that, or did like um, how did you take that? Yeah, so. During that time, like growing up, I wasn't. I actually, I had an uncle 
um, Stephen Pierce, who was doing internet marketing at the time. And I sort of just heard it in the background, you know, I saw what he was doing, you know, internet marketing seemed like an intriguing idea. Um, I didn't know if that was exactly what I wanted to do, but making money online seemed like it. And my dad, you know, he would talk about some of the things that he would do and tell us that we should be looking in that direction, looking online to um, create something. So watching him sort of had like a really big influence because I didn't really know how to do anything online or where to start. I just started reading up on like affiliate marketing and email marketing, uh, different MLMs, just anything I could get my hands on that was entrepreneurial related. And sort of like skipping ahead, like how I got started in the whole thing. There's this platform called Fiverr.com. Mm -hmm. At the time, mm -hmm, they was offering like $5 gigs at that time. Now it's scaled on to like, you know, you can offer a gig from anywhere from like $5 up to a thousand or so. Yeah. But at, at that time I was just writing papers for this lady. So she was a notary. And at that time she had a seizure, so she wasn't able to like type things up herself. She just had to scan it in and send it to me. So I told her, Hey, you know, I'll type up five to six pages of work for like five to $10. And right. at that time I was doing a lot of video gaming online, you know, messing around on the games. And out of that, I developed this natural typing skill to just type really fast. So it paid off. <laughs> um, but yeah, I started with her. Uh, she gave me a few gigs online and she really liked the work that I was doing with her. And from there, she took me off of the platform. And that's when I started making like my first, I would say like substantial income online. Cause she was paying me anywhere from like 500 to a thousand dollars per project. And now this is off of Fiverr at this time, right? Yes, this is off of Fiverr. Yep. So she. Yep, started me on there, took me off of there, and then just started sending me PayPal's. I'm just this 18 or 19 year old, however I was, just living. I loved it. <laughs> That's amazing how you, you get that one spark, like you can have this one spark of, of, of something. And like, like you could have everything around you already, or you could have nothing around you already, but that one spark can kind of open up your awareness to what's possible. And it seems like that's, you know, your, your dad saying, hey, entrepreneurship, if I had to start all over again, boom, that's probably what I would do. If that's what you should do. And then you saw your uncle, Stephen Pierce, who back then was a major influence on me as well, because Stephen uh, was the man, right? So he had a lot of uh, success. And to see that in the internet marketing space at an early time where you had like gurus, you had people that were visible, he was really like doing it to another level. And I, I saw a lot of other people in this space. Were you aware of any other individuals that were in the internet marketing space or, or did you just know about Steven? And then looking at him as your uncle, like, how did you feel about that? Did you think that he was doing something major or did you really know to what degree he was doing things? Yeah, so I didn't really know uh, too many internet marketers at the time other than, well, Armin, he's been around for a while. So I think right. everyone knows him. Armin's been around but, since the first computer was invented. <laughs> <laughs> Armin so, Moore yeah. talking about. All right. Yeah. So I didn't know too many, just him. And honestly, I didn't really know, like, to what degree, like, he was doing things, like, how he was making money. I just knew that he was traveling, 
speaking from the stage and then selling products where people would go online and then that was like their classroom that was like their hub that that's all i knew the only thing i connected was he's speaking he's telling people something that they really like that sounds really intriguing and then getting them into like this back office right. and he actually like put me into the back office of like the course and all that stuff that he had and i went through like some of the materials still just trying to figure this stuff out and um at that point it like sort of like drove me even more to like research it more like what internet marketing was and to take it very seriously and i didn't take it seriously honestly for a while because i didn't connect for some reason i don't know if this is like a human thing everybody thing or me thing but i didn't connect like reading the material or i didn't connect like taking action I, I didn't take action on anything i was just reading through the stuff and i was like questioning like why am i not like getting results for some reason my brain was like connecting reading this stuff to me taking action and actually like implementing things so right mm -hmm. no, man, that's a good point because you know we have people that come into our community right that come into the kindle cashflow community and it's interesting because you'll see some people that have never been exposed to anything that we teach and no circumstances right i mean we have people that i, I just uh, interviewed mikey i believe is how you pronounce her name who's in china and like she could barely speak the english language had never heard of internet marketing never heard of kindle publishing or any of this stuff but she's she's doing it right she's successfully doing it um then we have other examples of people who came from other industries like truck drivers or postal workers or construction workers or you know people that come from the corporate sector sector and they may have never heard of any of this stuff and some of them do well some of them don't and i think one of the things that i notice is that as they are preparing to 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 get into it because i think we're always preparing until we kind of like stop ourselves and say all right enough preparing now let me start doing it. right there's two stages mm -hmm. there either the, the planning stage or there's the action stage. And if you continue to plan, 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 you never start to take action. So how, how did you, how did you, and we'll talk about how we get our students to take action too, because it's, you said something that makes sense. It's very human for us to continuously uh, plan because like psychologically, we don't want to get hurt. Like we don't want to try something yeah. and then it not work out because then you have, you know, your peers or your family members, your friends, ah, I told you that was stupid, it wouldn't work. And yourself, right? Yourself is always doubting what you're capable of. So how did you move past like that stage of reading and, you know, going through the courses and, you know, not, not getting much results to actually seeing where you started to get results? Yeah. So I think uh, Napoleon Hill, honestly, I, I was, changed everything for me because I was reading the book Think and Grow Rich for, for a while and that sort of like piggybacks on like what I was saying like I was just thinking about these things but not really taking action on it and I read that book and it was like Think and Grow Rich, Think and Grow Rich. I'm like I'm thinking about it nothing's happening like I don't know what's going on. I'm thinking of the so, money where's the money at? Right? Like, right where's the money at? <laughs> So I read it through the book and he's talking about like developing like this burning desire and visualizing and goal setting and all this stuff. And 
I looked back on like what I was doing and I was setting a goal to like diligently like go through the content and really like learn the system, like what all this stuff was, internet marketing, Kindle publishing, like what is this? And Napoleon Hill, he said that I had to see it, like you have to see it beforehand, like what you want. And you have to develop a burning desire around that. So my burning desire at the time was just to, just to tell myself that I could do this thing. Like that was my biggest why. Like I just want to push myself enough to get this thing done. So I started writing my goals down and that was a game changer for me because then I started creating like sort of a roadmap for myself, which I didn't have before. Mm-hmm. So I wrote my big goal down and then I started breaking it down into uh, bite-sized chunks of like the different to-dos that I had to get that goal accomplished. And then from there, I would just take it day by day. I tried not to look at the whole list, but just look at one thing at a time. And I literally had it written down like in a book or not a book, but I had it like written down like in a notebook and I would just take a piece of paper and then just throughout the day, just look at one task, take the sheet of paper, go down to the next one, the next one, the next one. And that is so smart. I want to stop right there real quick, if you don't mind, because I think what mm-hmm. happens is uh, people end up getting overwhelmed, right? If you look at if, if you, if you if you're trying to eat an elephant and you're looking at this huge, massive animal, right? This big beast, your mind is never going to think that you can accomplish that. Like you, you're going to say, man, I've got to take a million bites. But the fact that you went and you wrote everything down and then you only allowed yourself to see one step at a time. I think that was brilliant. Um, it's part of what we kind of teach in the Kindle Cashflow uh, community, right? Is, is not to allow yourself to get overwhelmed. So to see that, you know, you were doing that way back when, when you didn't have a mentor, when you didn't have, you know, a lot of exposure to what people today have was very, very smart. Mm-hmm. And I commend you on that. Very cool. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. So now moving forward, right? So I think that you did something that um, Jim Rohn actually talks about, which I thought was really brilliant. Favorite. Called me up one day or you texted me or something, right? Because uh, your aunt, Alicia, and I are good friends. And she had the Kindle Castle quote. She actually had one of the original ones back here. This is like... This is not even, oh, yeah. this is, she had the red and blue one, I think, right? Yeah, the, the OG one. Yeah, this is one right here that was on DVD back in the day. All right, and it came in like this box with a couple of booklets and some other stuff. But she actually had the course um, in her closet. And I don't even want to tell the story. I think you tell it better than I do because I don't want to screw it up. But how did that go? <laughs> yeah, literally, that was like my first taste of Kindle publishing. So like right after I was doing Fiverr and stuff, she was like impressed by it and stuff. She was like, oh wow, you're actually like, you know, making money online. I was like, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm a big shot. I'm making money online. That's right. So <laughs> it was like, um, I want to bring you down to Florida and see if you can do some stuff for me, you know, just sort of intern and I can introduce you to some people and then also just my way of doing things and, you know, see where it goes. So didn't know anything about Kendall, got to Florida and me just being curious and nosy, I went into the closet and started moving stuff around, looking at things. And I saw this box down there and it was your course. It was just a red box full of these CDs and it was talking about Kendall publishing 
and I went to her. I was like, "What's what's Kendall?" What's this, what's this course that you got thrown in the bottom of the, of the closet underneath <laughs> the room in a dustpan and everything else, right? Maybe you should have left that part out. <laughs> but but no. yeah, I asked her. I was like, "What's Kendall?" And she was telling me about you, you know, uh, telling me how you got this course that's teaching, you know, how to take these book ideas and turn them into eBooks and put them on Amazon. And at the time I was actually like writing for her blog. I was actually doing some article marketing. So she had like a client and I was just writing for him. And so that was like right in line then because you were writing, right? Wow. Okay. I didn't know Literally. that. I didn't know that you were writing and I didn't know that. That was that's pretty cool. So I'm learning some stuff, man. That I didn't even know. I'm learning. <laughs> right. So yeah, she was. I was okay, you were writing for her blog. You're saying, and yeah, I was writing for her blog. And honestly, I didn't even know if like I was a good writer or not. I knew I had like some ability, and I still feel like to this day I'm a good writer. Um, but she was telling me like you're a really good writer. And I was like, I guess so. <laughs> So I took the CDs like after that, like, I don't know, I was just laying in bed and I was just honestly just staring like, cause I'm surrounded by these people now that are like doing all this stuff, um, you know, holding events, you know, traveling, going this place, going that place. I'm seeing like all these commissions roll in and I wanted it for myself. I wanted to take it to the next level, like past clients. So I looked at the CDs, I got up like in the middle of the night and I grabbed one of the laptops. And at this time, like it had a um, CD, like um, portion like on there where I could put the CD and like stick it in. <laughs> you don't find it. No, you don't find those anymore. But um, I put it in and I started watching the presentation. You were talking about how you can publish onto Amazon and how um, you don't have to write the books yourself. That was a new idea to me, like outsourcing. Wasn't even thinking about that. My mind was literally in the mindset of, I'm gonna do everything myself until you mentioned, like you could go to these different websites um, and hire people and get them to like write your books and you can publish them up on the Amazon and you're going through like the different ways of marketing and promoting. And that was just so intriguing to me that you could take a, idea just like in thinking girl but you could think about something and literally put it in book form and manifest that onto amazon and have it up there forever which is what you said and just have that money like coming in and from that point on i was just set ablaze like literally burning fire nobody could tell me anything <laughs> i started yeah I started taking books and I, I honestly, I went to the library. I grabbed a bunch of like health and fitness books. I bought a bunch of books like off of Amazon and I started creating my own table of contents like out of these books and I started serializing them. And some of the first books that I had up there was a health and fitness series. And I wrote all of them myself, just uh, looking at other people's content and sort of like rewriting, you know, just putting it in my own words and yeah. <laughs> Man, just went from there. That that's interesting because when I when I first started publishing uh, to Kindle, first couple of books I had wrote myself, right? And uh, mm -hmm. you know, I th I think regardless of who you are, whether you're someone that's a writer or you don't consider yourself to be a writer, because you don't have to be a writer to do this. But if you are writing your own stuff, I think it's natural for you to doubt if it's any good. Like I I doubted the first couple of books that I had published on Amazon that I had wrote myself. Um, and then another similarity is 
Man, I would go to, we had a bookstore in the mall and I would go to that bookstore in the mall and I would mm -hmm. grab like 10 or 15 personal development books, bring them back to a table and I'm just taking notes and just going through because I'm really passionate about personal development and some of the books that I've published to this day are, are still in the personal development realm. So like really passionate about personal development, I would go in and look at those books and look at the similarities and incorporate those into some of the books that I was publishing on, on Kindle. Um, now that process is a little bit different, but it's interesting to see how, how we've had that similarity there, right? Looking yeah. at something else, modeling it, and or looking at something that's been successfully published and modeling it, and then uh, creating content of your own. So very very cool so now fast forward a little bit right so like we help so many people that are part of this program that are in this community how does that make you feel like to see someone that has never done anything like this knowing how how it is to to come from like the bottom all the way up yourself right meaning um not having any prior experience from when you were with Felicia and you were learning about internet marketing and now up here to a point where you're successfully publishing on Kindle, making a boatload of money doing so, but also helping a lot of people right in our community do the same thing. How, how does that make you feel? Yeah, literally it makes me feel amazing because knowing that I was in that position before, knowing what it's like to not know what it's like to build your first email list or how to build a landing page or how to even start it from the beginning, how to research your niche or like just, just where to start can be so difficult, you know? And I feel like we take the difficulty out of that process. And a lot of you are really, really fortunate because we are shortcutting this process so you don't have to go through all that. I know. But, We've made the mistakes, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, we've made the mistakes and kind of just build it down to simplicity. Uh, but no, you, you want to make it just, yeah, it just makes it so much easier for them. And I just feel really good. Like, it's awesome seeing the testimonials come in, like people just saying like, man, I made my first dollar online, just $1, it's not even a hundred dollars. They made $1 online. Like, I know what that feels like to make your first dollar online. Like you literally feel invincible. Like nobody can stop you from like doing anything. Everything is open to you online now. So. Man. It is a good feeling. Mm-hmm. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. I was looking for, um, I think I just saw someone today in our Facebook group post something about uh -huh. where they're at. I forget what, I don't see it now. I should have took a screenshot. Oh, 4,000 paid, here's one. This is an individual that posted that they're now at 4,000 pages read. Can, does that show up for you? Yeah, I can see the 4,000. Okay. Can't see the name, but I definitely see the 4,000. That's huge. Yeah, like, so 4,000 pages read. Um, here's another person, right? They're at, this is Michael Lopez. Actually, coincidentally, Michael Lopez was our winner who I was talking about at the very beginning of this. He actually won, um, what did he win? A Mac? Yeah. A Mac? Yeah, MacBook. A MacBook. MacBook Pro. Like Yep. So ladies and gentlemen, if you have not subscribed yet, if you have not commented yet, go ahead and do so because people are winning and Michael Lopez actually Seriously. just won a couple of weeks ago. So he is now at uh, $394, right? For this month. And he's at like 7,500 page reach, which is huge considering that he didn't start too long ago. 
So to see that people can come in, right, and that the process is simplified, in fact, they can get results. I was talking to Marty, who's also one of our coaches, and he was like, you know, it's, it's and he just texted uh, this in our group today. Like to see people are at this uh, beginner level, just coming in and like hitting $500 a month was so cool, you know? Um, how does, so I just asked you that question, right? Like, how does it feel mm-hmm. that people's lives are being changed? Um, how did it feel for you to start making money with this? Like going back to Napoleon Hill, having an idea and then like seeing that idea manifest and people actually paying money for it in the form of your Kindle books. Like how, how did that feel initially? It felt amazing. Like outside of the money and accomplishment of Kindle, it felt good just knowing that I took, like I literally like did what he said in the book and that was just, just taking it through the process of just thinking about it, you know, building up your burning desire or your why is what most people say. And then just keeping it at the forefront of my mind, writing it every single day, and then just manifesting that felt amazing. Just knowing that I built up the discipline for that, because I think that, I don't think that manifesting a goal is hard, but I think that we make it really hard on ourselves sometimes, whether that be our own thoughts or other people's thoughts that we allow to get into our own minds. And I made a post, I think the other day I was talking like just a little bit about that, just to not let your own toxicity like get to you. And then also let other people's toxicity get to you because it can literally delay your progress like years. Um, yeah, but it felt, it felt really, really good knowing that I could not just accomplish this one thing, but more things with this system of just thinking about it and then just manifesting that. So having that discipline felt amazing. Yeah, the discipline is key. You know, I, I still remember like going back when I was making a couple hundred bucks or so, like I wanted to tell everybody. I couldn't believe that like people that I didn't even know was buying stuff that I came up with, right? And it was just, I had, it was just like unbelievable. Like I just wanted to tell everyone and everybody thought I was crazy because I'm like, hey, so you go in and you put this stuff up online and it's invisible, no one can see it, but they'll pay you money for it and you get the money and then they get this thing that they can't touch or see or smell or anything like this. And I would just get blank looks and I'm like, man, I, I gotta <laughs> find a more streamlined way of communicating this, right? Like I gotta get my elevator pitch down better. Um, it eventually ended up doing it, but it, 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 like, it is a very, very surreal feeling. I, I think I was interviewing um, Linda Allen, who has made $106,000 so far with Kindle Publishing. And she was saying that, you know, when she first started, she would get up um, and check her phone, like from work. She would be at work and she would be on her phone just checking her cells on a regular basis, you know, because she couldn't believe that this was possible like it was happening um so very cool man speak about like you you started to talk about like the importance of not letting outside influences affect like where it is that you want to go because i think that that really holds a lot of people back like we get addicted to what people think of us what people say about, Mm -hmm. about us and because of that addiction, sometimes we don't really morph into who we could be. So like, how have you noticed that in your own life when you've said, hey, this is what I want to do. This is my goal, regardless of what 
uh, other people may think, or even if they don't see my goal, I'm still going to go after it. Because I know you're big on, mm -hmm. on self-improvement and continuously getting better and better. How do you, how do you deal with that? Absolutely. So me, myself, I'm definitely like extremely resilient to people. And I'll talk about, I guess, like how I built that up. But I just don't care. And I don't mean that like in a bad way. When I when I say that, I mean, just like, you know, I, feel, I can't even remember the quote verbatim. I'm gonna try it. But what does Les Brown say that don't what's the quote? Don't let someone's opinion. Oh, don't let someone's opinion of you become your reality. Exactly. Don't let someone's opinion of you become your reality. And I kind of held that with me. Like I used to play him in my ears like for the longest and I held that with me. Like no one's opinion, like just because they said something doesn't mean I have to take on that belief. And for some time I did because my parents, they used to push me in the direction because they weren't born like in this age. So like internet and stuff like my dad like knew to go that way, but still college was so embedded in his yeah. mind and my mom's mind. So they was pushing me in that direction. And for me, that was toxic at the time. And I took that on and I was trying to somewhat like satisfy their decisions and satisfy their wants for me. And I had to tell myself one day, I just looked in the mirror and I was just like, this isn't me. Like, this isn't what I want. I'm living out somebody else's dream. I'm living out someone else's dream right now. They want me to like do this and that, um, like go to college and be successful, get a degree and stuff. But my path is completely different. Like I want to work, you know, save up, take that money, put it into a business, you know, make a bunch of mistakes and things like that. So that was a somewhat vulnerable moment for me because my parents you know they mean the world to me and facing them and telling them like you know this isn't what i wanted to do i wanted to you know take this path was not only it wasn't scary for me it was scary for them because they felt like i didn't have um direction or control of what i was doing because they just hadn't experienced that and that's the case for most people they we they speak opinions, but they don't know what they're talking about. They don't, they haven't been in that position. They aren't like in your shoes. So they aren't seeing the dream and vision, how you're seeing it. If you have a dream or vision, you feel like you can do something. If you feel like you can be something and that you have to pull something out of you, then you have to literally block everyone off. And the way that you built that resistance is literally just doing that. Like, taking the action each and every single day. There's no special ingredient or any way around it. You just have to face it head on, whether that's a person, you know, a place, you know, a, a place of work that you're going to or a thing, whatever that is, you just face it head on. You say, this is the way it's going to be. These are my goals. These are my dreams. What you're saying, I don't have to take on as my reality. I'm going to live just like this and I'm going to let my success be the proof in the pudding, as they would say. Yeah, that's a big driver, like the, the, the success, right? Getting it. But I think it's very hard, you know, to, um, if you have, like in your case, right? Your, your parents, that, that had to be very difficult. Most people don't have that courage to say, hey, I have to do this. This is my goal. I understand that you guys may not see it, but it's, it's okay if you don't see it, right? Because I'm, I'm a little bit different. There's a reason why I see this goal. My experiences a little bit different. So most people have that in them, but it's very hard for them to articulate that and to communicate it, especially when 
it may be their parents or it may be their husband or their wife or, you know, their mom or their dad, someone that's close to them. So to see that you were able to do that is is very cool, man. Um, see so you, many people that are in marriages and relationships, right? That kind of want to go in one direction, but because their spouse doesn't see it, it's tough, right? Because they don't want to disappoint that person. They don't want to have a conflict. Um, they also don't want to be proven wrong, right? So if, if they go out and they try to try and then they end up failing, then, you know, it's like, hey, I told you so. I told you this wasn't going to work. I told you you couldn't do it. You know, you're like stupid for even trying. So mm -hmm. um, the fact that you have been able to do that, I think that one of the biggest ways that people can get over that as well is to realize that, you know, hey, this is my dream. I have to go in and at least try because I don't want to live with the regret, right? That regret of knowing that you didn't at least, you know, make the attempt. So, so yeah. moving, moving forward here, like, so obviously it's paid off well for you because you're doing pretty well uh, financially. You, you know, you're helping a lot of people, which I think is even more important, um, reaching people globally, which is pretty cool as well. You're now becoming an impact and an inspiration to other people, right? So there's levels to the stuff where you wanna do something, you've got this goal and you get the resistance, whether that resistance is from friends, family members, or whoever, just society in general. And then you kind of stick with it, you break past that, and now you become this level, this, this person of inspiration. To, and sometimes to those same people that couldn't find, you know, they couldn't like understand why you wanted to go in this direction. Um, yeah. So how does that feel right there to be able to see that you've influenced other people that um, may be part of your friends or family uh, group there? It feels awesome because you you never know who's watching. Yeah. And as as I've gone on to like do this stuff, like, you know, work Kindle and just do business, I've had different people that I didn't even know that was watching. like. Uh, my mom, like she's been wanting to write books for some time. Um, she's been wanting to write books for some time and she's been asking for like help and things like that. Um, different friends have like come out of nowhere, uh, random people like on different posts and things like that have come out of nowhere. Like, you know, I've been watching you, like, I'm so amazed, like you're such an inspiration, this and that. And, you know, I just want to figure out like how to do this for myself, even if it's not Kindle, they're just trying to figure out like, how do I bring yeah. like me, like my true self, like out of me. So it's just really cool, but I'm super humble about this stuff. Like I never, ever let this stuff like get me big headed. My whole mission is to just inspire one person, like with anything, if one person's life is changed by something I've said or something they've seen that I've done, then I feel like I've done my job. So it's an honor to be in a position like this to, you know, inspire people and then also um, help them up, you know, being having been in that situation, it's nice to be able to pull them up and give them something tangible that they can take and uh, go on and create something for themselves. Yeah, very, very cool. All right. So if you're listening now and you know you, you kind of heard josh's story you kind of heard why he's doing this and you want to get involved with kindle publishing or maybe you're already part of a program uh go to kindlecastro.com get a copy of the new book kindle publishing secrets and you can get this for free by going to kindlecastro.com kindlecastro.com 
that will give you access to the book. Now, so Josh, if, if someone's listening, right? And let's say they already have a Kindle Cashflow course or they don't have it. They're going to kindlecashflow.com right now to go uh, take their credit card and enter their credit card details in, including your name, your phone number and everything else. And they're gonna have a course within the next 15 minutes because they are action takers and they know that money loves speed. What would you say to them as the first starting point? Like you jump into the program, what would you say that they should do to like really see results as quickly as they possibly can? Yeah, so definitely go through it video by video because the way that we have this stuff laid out is literally step by step. Like nothing is confusing. You don't have to go to this part to understand this or jump here to understand that. Like it's all sequential. So video by video, you should be going through it and taking action steps and also taking notes as you're going through the video. So let's say that you just finished like the um, market research portion in that video, take some action steps, go over to Amazon, do what we just did in the video. These are the things that's going to help you not only apply it faster, but also remember it. Um, so that way it's just so much easier the next time around, but also just setting, you know, some fun goals for yourself, like watching like two or three videos a day. Don't pressure yourself to like, you know, go through it all in one go. Take your time, you know, but make sure that you're going through um, step by step, section by section, and don't skip around because we have it in a way, we have it set up in a way um, for you to succeed all the way through. Yeah, and I, th I think there's a lot of temptation for that. I often talk to students who say, hey Ty, I'm gonna go through the entire course. You probably see this too. I'm gonna go through the entire course first, and then I'm gonna take notes as I'm going through it, and then I'll go through it again. and and implement it or uh, go through the steps and put those steps and processes into place as I'm doing it. But like you, man, I, I think that you'll get your best results if you set a goal to watch a couple of videos a day, right? Or a week, if you wanna really get through this a day. Um, and then just go in and take action on those videos. Like each one go in and take action. So. For your books, what are you publishing? Like, how many pages are your books? Oh, uh, right now they are fifth, anywhere from fifty-seven to sixty pages. Some of them can go lower than that. Uh, Thirty-five pages being one of the minimum. Gotcha, gotcha. Pretty cool. And you are you, you're not writing at this point, right? You, everything is ghostwritten, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. I am not <laughs> writing. All ghostwriters. <laughs> I know the answer to that, but I, I knew I know that there's someone that's watching this and they're probably wondering why this is still writing. So, so as someone that is a writer um, and who has also hired ghostwriters, well, 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 I can't say that you're really a writer. Would you would you consider yourself a diehard writer or like like just the author, or are you more of a writer? because you need it to get it done. Like you need it to, to plow through it and hustle it up. Yeah, it was more so like needed to get it done. My writing is more, not book format. Um, I like journaling a lot. That's my type of writing. I like getting those thoughts out, you know, talking about my day or just, you know, just writing stuff down in that fashion. Gotcha. So now, so you outsourcing, there's someone that's watching this right now that is kind of on the fence about paying a ghostwriter to go in and write their content. Maybe they've got all of these self-defeating things that are 
going through their head or maybe, you know, they've got these false fears. And I think that that's natural. How do you overcome the fears of thinking if you go in and pay a ghostwriter that you're not going to see your material or it's not going to be uh, correctly written or there's going to be some other problem? Like, how do you, how do you at this stage, having uh, hired so many different ghostwriters, how do you get past that? Yeah, so that was some of my first, like, initial thoughts, you know, before I familiarized myself with the platform, uh, some of the terminology and just, like, what things were that was really it for me like overcoming that was just getting familiar with it um attaching myself through it going through the process of hiring someone going through the platform and um you know getting a book back and just putting myself through there you all though you all are set up for success because we give you all the tools that you need to um, overcome those things. So if you're thinking, you know, what if, if this guy like takes my content and publish it himself, but well, we have contracts in place for that ghostwriter agreement. You know, what if the content comes back like plagiarized? Well, we give you systems and tools for that also to run the content through and also give you different scripts and stuff to say like to uh, your ghostwriters or whoever you're working with at that time to, um, arrange something better like if it was plagiarized it, it it won't be we've never experienced anything like that yeah. and then oh yep and then the platforms themselves like they have stuff in place like different escrows where they hold the money before projects are completed and stuff so it's a it's an awesome system i love outsourcing and i'll be hiring ghostwriters forever man outsourcing is a game changer it's a life changing do you know there was a point where after I read Tim Ferriss's first four hour work week book, I started outsourcing like all types of things, like having my wife, uh, flower, having flowers sent to my wife, just all types of crazy things that I would just test. Um, I would, I, I hired like an assistant uh, and was paying this person like, I don't know, 40 bucks a week or so, just to make sure that, you know, she remembers to send uh, flowers to my wife or remembers to send me a text to remind me to do this and that. And it was, it became a really fun game. I think it, it's an eye opener if you haven't started uh, outsourcing. So we have people that are in the group that are doing extremely well with this, right? I'm talking about 18,000 hours a month, 20,000, 25. Uh, I think Seth is, at last count, he made like 100,000 over the last three months or so. Uh, he, he was at, when I interviewed him, he was at 34,000 a month. So these people have come into a more advanced version of the Kindle Castle program, right? Where we're helping you to kind of lay out a game plan and, and level up. Uh, it's called the Kindle Castle Fast Pass. And if you're interested in joining a Fast Pass or learning a little bit more about the Fast Pass, you can go to kindlecashflow.com forward slash Fast Pass, F-A-S-T-P-A-S-S. So Josh, can you can you talk to them a little bit about like what exactly is the Fast Pass and, and this small exclusive group? Why is it so important for anyone that's looking to really take things to the next level of Kindle publishing? Yes. So that is what the Fast Pass is. So it's your accelerated path. We look at the Fast Pass as literally us holding your hand, not so much in like a one-on-one -on -one fashion. We have a group and we offer group support so um in the fast pass we're going to put you into this group where you're going to be getting priority support so any questions that you have you'll put them into that group where you'll be getting answers by myself and marty and some of the other coaches that we have in there too 
and outside of them, some of the students as well. And the best thing about the group is that everyone is vetted through us. So everyone has had some sort of success with Kindle. They know what they're talking about. They know exactly what they're doing. So you can trust that anything that you put into that group is going to get answered correctly and you're going to get feedback on your um, books, whatever you're doing at that time in your book business. So that way you can succeed. Um, with the FastPass also, we have two question and answer webinars that we have every single month on the 2nd and 16th at 2 p.m. and 7 p.m. So that's your opportunity to literally put your business like under a magnifying glass and for us to like dissect this thing. So you can answer, you can put your questions in there and we stay on there sometimes for an hour, hour and a half, sometimes three hours. It just depends yeah, on how yeah, many questions you all have. You were on like for like three hours the last time I think Marty had sent me a text or something like that, right? Or was that you, one of you guys? Oh, yeah. But I think what's cool about yeah. this also is you're like, so, so Napoleon Hill also talks about having a mastermind, right? So having people that mm -hmm. are in your, uh, sphere of influence that can help you to get to where you want to be. So as part of a fast pass, you also have access to, you know, the community members that are doing 20,000, 25,000, $35,000, $100,000 in a couple of months. You, you, they're right there answering the questions. They're right there guiding you. And there's no better community on the planet. I can confidently say that when it comes to digital publishing, yeah. digital publishing than the fast pass group. So, Hey, let's close this out strong for the person that's watching this. Give them one thing that Josh, Joshua Montoya is doing as it relates to Kindle publishing that no one else may be doing. That no one else may be doing. I'm trying to put the secrets out there. How you want me to spill the juice, the sauce? No. <laughs> um, Dang, I'm sitting here trying to think, what is something that I'm doing that no one else is doing? Because we give you everything. We literally put it all on the table. We are so transparent with this stuff. And you know um, what? That's why I kind of asked that, because I, I already knew the answer to it. People kind of think that sometimes, and not, not all, right? But you'll always get that out of 100. You get that that person, that one person says, well, you guys can't be teaching everything that you do. No, yes, we absolutely are teaching every single thing that's done. and, and um, that's why you see so many success stories that come into this and people from, from all walks of life. I got a guy that is in India that I'm interviewing on Thursday and him and his wife, he's in India, him and his wife are both making significant amounts of money publishing books on, uh, on uh, Kindle using what we teach in Kindle Castro. Um, like I said, I interviewed a young lady from China, I interviewed another young lady from Malaysia. So it's, it's really cool to see people literally across the planet doing this. Um, awesome. Last but not least, the person that is watching this that knows that they should be like part of a Kindle cash flow course, they're in the community, maybe they're watching the free videos, they're listening to the podcast, and they're trying to they're trying to piece things together without actually getting the course, right? Uh, I kind of feel bad for that person to a degree because I think that our time is so much more valuable than the money. And if you're trying to, to avoid getting the actual course, whereas Josh says we have everything sequentially laid out, you're saving time, right? Versus whatever you may be paying for the course. I'm not going to even put a price out there because by the time you watch this, if you haven't gotten a course yet, it may be even more. 
because as, as Josh, I think you had coined this phrase, we are the results making factory. This is a course where you can come in, you get results. So whatever you pay for it is so much insignificant in regards to the value that you'll get. So to that person that's on the fence, that says, hey, I could just, you know, piece things together. I don't need to buy the course. What do you say to that person? Say, get the course. Definitely get the course. <laughs> no, seriously, get the course because with the course, you're going to get the community. And with the community, you're just going to feel so much better. Like our motto over here is, you know, we are our brothers and sisters keepers. So with the course, you're going to be able to get access to every single one of us. Like we literally are pushing each other like every single day, like up this mountain to get to whatever your goal is for yourself. So grab it. You need the material. There's tons of tools and resources in there for you to study and go through. And more than that, you got it for a lifetime. So why not? Right? Yeah, very cool. So final question. What would you tell your, your dad told you to get into entrepreneurship? Once you start yes. having kids, what would you tell your kids? Say that one more time. Once you have start having kids, right? What would you tell your kids? Your, your dad had told you, like if he had to do things all over again, get into entrepreneurship. What would you say to your kids when you get older and, and you know, you're, or anyone, you know, any anyone that may be look, listening to this, they're younger, you know, someone that may be 15, 16, 17, 20 years old or so. And they're looking at you as that, that mentor, that role model. What would you tell that person? Yeah, I would tell them it's cliche, like as it sounds like literally anything is possible. And I would drive the point that just like anything that you see, like in your mind that like, you can manifest anything that you see out here, anything that anybody has, you can create. Um, I would tell them, you know, it's so easy. We get locked into a system of having to do this or that or these are like the options that we have. And I'm talking about you know, going to a job nine to five or going to college, graduating this and that. But I would tell them just think outside of the box, be a thinker, you know, for yourself and just know that anything that you set your mind to is possible. And just just know that I'm going to be there with you every step of the way. I'm going to back you up and support you every step of the way. If nobody believes in you, I believe in you. So remember that and create something for yourself out there. Now get out there and do it. <laughs> Very cool, man. <laughs> Awesome way to end this, Josh. I appreciate your time. Listen, if you have not gone in and subscribed to the channel or to the podcast, do so now. You can win some really cool prizes. We've got the Apple Watches, Apple AirPods. We've got some of these MacBook Airs that we will be giving away. We've got a lot of other gifts, too. We actually gave away a pretty significant amount of cash, too, uh, during our cold cash hot prizes giveaway. So subscribe right now. If you are already subscribed, just go in and comment. What did you... What was your biggest takeaway from uh, this interview here? Um, say hi to, to Josh. Uh, just let us know, like, where are you at? So, Josh, with that said, I appreciate you, brother. Thanks. Yeah. And we'll get him back. Comment below. Let's get back. Josh, comment below. Josh, 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 so we can get him back for part two of this. I'll see you.